At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. My American. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. Hard. My American. Global awakening to the new world order. Hard. My American. Artificial intelligence. Hard. My American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. Davy Boy, what is going on? What's up, dude? Oh, living the dream. I see your toy wall is up and looking sexy. Yeah, it's uh, it's part of it. I, I Part of it. So Yeah, they're all sideways, though. I can't see what's in that. Well, you know, it's... Oh, you're, you're going to show I, me here? I, 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 I've got all this over here. Holy but moly. But then I got all these boxes. I got all these boxes. <laughs> Dude, that whole room is just I'm toys. Right out of room, bro. It is. I'm gonna start selling some. So you're gonna actually, you'll have less space than I do in my small sauna studio. No, nah, it's pretty good. <laughs> I, got, I got room. All right. No, I'm I just, just I, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, it's. Well, I went out to uh, dinner with the wife tonight. We had uh, like a date night. Where'd you go? Uh, her mom's here. Dude, we went to uh, we went to that place that we went to with the drinking bros. Oh uh, yeah, I did. L- Laura. I think it's called Loro. Yeah, that place is uh, it's pretty uh, chill. It's a it has yeah, a great house. Yeah, Loro in Austin, and it's like a uh, Asian infused uh, barbecue place. Mm-hmm. And we got like, uh, if you remember, it's like really small portions, and you know you get kind of small portions. So we just ordered like a ton of shit, got some drinks, uh, got a little tipsy. Yeah, I feel pretty good right now. But no, the food was fantastic man oh yeah dude it's that's fantastic we, that's, were, we were gonna go to terry black's but it was it was packed dude couldn't get it i was gonna say don't tell me you went to terry black's goddamn it because like that is my i we signed up to their instagram so i see their yeah. their pictures through the feeds and i'm just like my stomach gargles and i'm like i'm ready i'm ready for barbecue but uh yeah, dude, that loro is that what it's called loro yeah l l o r o and it's, uh, it's about 10, 12 minutes away from us. So, yeah. So I remember, um, when I was in line, we were all standing, you know, with Dan and Ross from drinking bros. And, um, mm-hmm. I asked Dan, I'm like, are you getting a, a beer or something? He goes, no beers for peasants. <laughs> I'm like, what yeah. the hell? Who's this yeah. guy? I'm like, all right, yeah. well, I'm, I'm a, puff, uh, I guess I'm a freaking peasant, bro. Cause I'm chugging some brew. Yeah, I feel like the uh, the in Austin, I feel like the cocktails are where it's at. You know what I'm saying? Like the, uh, the mixed drinks. Uh, 
there's beer. I mean, there's breweries and stuff all over the place, but I feel like the cocktails are where it's at. So I get you. I think he was being, I think he was being a smart ass though. You know, I think he was just giving you shit. I don't he know, likes man. Cocktails. I, I love cocktails. I prefer cocktails over uh beer. You know that. So oh, yeah, man. No, we had a couple great drinks, had some great food and went to the mall and fucking kind of hung out and still trying to get the house situated. There's still, you know, still quite a bit to do, but that's expected. So hell yes. Yeah. And Chris is still on the road. I haven't heard from him. I texted him today to see if he can join, but no, uh, I think he's still driving. Yeah, so the last, yeah. So yesterday, uh, they were still in Idaho. <laughs> so yesterday they were there. Yeah, they were, what the- they were, uh, they were delayed for sure. So I, I am not sure. Hmm. I think they were going to make it into Utah last night and then, uh, try to get it. You know, they got the kids, um, and it's a drive, bro. Trust me. Me and my wife took that drive, same drive yeah. and, uh, with their kids and stuff, I can only imagine that it's, they have to make pit stops and stuff. So they'll be here, I think in the next day or two, a couple of days here. Okay. And then, uh, we'll meet up with them and, uh, do what we got to do from there. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. I'm hoping that, you know, at least by this weekend, he'll be there. And then you guys can meet up with the drinking bros next week and kind of get the studio yeah. kind of at least the the design kind of laid out and maybe do yeah. a bare bones run. I don't know. No, well, I think what we'll do is we'll get it set up um, and then just and just go. That way we can just get stuff out, get back to norm. And then we can take time over the weekend and start doing stuff because we'll be have weekends off. So we'll take time over the weekend and get get the studio built up where it needs to be. So I'm not worried about that. Um, you know, it's just like I know how it is when you're when you're moving and you're getting a house. You know, we, we're like looking around like, crap, we have to buy this. Uh, by the way, I just wanted to say I actually bought a ghost bed. Okay. Yes. Pillows and a ghost bed. How is uh, that? We actually, I fucking, I do. I fucking love it, bro. I <laughs> oh, yes. I do. No, seriously, we've talked about it. Um, Are you your know, balls still sweating? One. Dude, it's cold, bro. It feels good. Um, so we got the pillows, uh, it kind of came in chunks. Uh, we just got the base in the other day and that was the last piece and I have to build that still, but, um, no, it's dude, it's super comfy, uh, super cool. And, uh, the pillows dude are like, they have this, this, the way that they're built, like they're so cold and they retain that coldness. I, I'm yeah. not trying to do an ad right now per se, but screw I just it. Go get a ghost bed, everybody. Fuck dude. I'm Promo code drinking bros. We, uh, yeah, we, we, we got one and, uh, and I got to tell you, it is, it, if you get the money, uh, and have the money or need a new mattress, it's definitely, uh, it's been a winner, dude, for well, sure. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm picturing like when you lay on those cool, like menthol beads or what, what, what are they? They're kind of like those beaded no, it's like pillows. like gel foam and I can't okay. remember which exact, we got the cooling, uh, mattress and I can't remember the Lux, I think the L-U-X-E, I think is what we got, um, which is not the top, top one, but it's not the lowest one. It's kind of in the middle. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, the pillows, super comfy, bro. And the sheets are nice, dude. It's, uh, it's definitely the nicest bed I've ever had. That's, that's for sure, dude. So, but you know, we talk about it on, on this, on the show and we do the ads and stuff and obviously the reviews are great and we're selling it and stuff, but now I can actually say I fucking sleep on that shit oh, every yeah. night now. Yeah. You hump and, your uh, wife on that bed. You know what? You get the magic happens, bro. You know, that's where um, it, it's gotta be the most comfortable bed ever. Yeah, if we would have had it like ten years ago when we were making babies, uh, you know, who knows? I might have, I might have had a boy at this point. You know what I mean? So, oh, dude, something, yeah, something real magical yeah. would have happened. You might yeah. have had a unicorn so anyways, pop out. 
Well, yeah. So uh, there was a just before we kind of get started, and I know this wasn't really in our uh, repertoire that we were going to talk about, but there was like a 60 car pileup on I-5 in Oregon today. Wow. Yeah. And there was only uh, only where, one day. Um, well, so, yeah, one person died. This was in the morning. This was southbound I-5, roughly 20 miles north of Eugene in Lynn County. But Sounds dude, pretty uh, desolate out there. 20 semi-trucks and 45 passenger vehicles. I mean, did they say, like, obviously it wasn't ice, right? No. You know what it was? Freaking smoke. What? Smoke, bro. Because that makes sense. Clark yeah. County is on fire. <laughs> like Car- yeah. Clark Cl- Clark County is like no longer there. It's literally Damn just it. yeah, it's just all on fire. And so there's a shitload of smoke and then fog. So it's it's this yeah. kind of weird blend. It's kind of creepy, you know. But it's that Halloween. Yeah, smoke. Uh, yeah. I, uh, we talked to uh, my father-in-law the other day, and he's still in town, right? And. uh he said it was smoky as can be, dude. Like he's like, bro, it's just it's annoying. The smell is bad. Camus is on fire. And I'll give a shout out to our, our buddy Blake. You know Blake. He's a listener oh, yeah. of, our, of our podcast, but he actually he actually lives in Camus, and uh, he's on the green alert, which means be prepared. To yeah. Skedaddle. At the time that we talked to him, it was, it was only twenty percent contained. So you know, I just make sure everybody is uh, that's over there is uh, doing what they have to do to make sure they're safe and shit and. And uh, hundred, I mean, that's a lot of cars, bro. You said a hundred, how many cars? 60. 60? Yeah. Over 60. Ah, fuck, man. That's yeah. crazy. Dude. 20 semis. That's crazy. Yeah. Tell me about yeah, it. And I also read too, just uh, kind of looking at news from good old Longview, you know, like up where we were living up on the hill in Longview, like there was a shooting on, uh, on uh Hillcrest there. Yes. Right by the uh, fucking elementary school. Right by the school my kids went to. So my, you know, my I, kids like, go there. Yeah, your kids go there too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, uh, I'm not criticizing the town. Obviously, that shit happens everywhere, and you know, shit happens. So, but yeah, you well, know, dude, it you, is what it is, man. Well, no, it's not. It is what it is. It, like people are pissed I mean, because they didn't. Yeah, uh, but, they didn't lock down, bro. They didn't do a lockdown. Well, see, the problem is, is when I'm reading it and they show the picture of it, I'm not real sure based off the picture exactly where it was at on because uh, to go up to my house. You had to go up that hill, yeah, and that's where it was at. And uh, so I know the hill well. I just don't know that picture of the road there, and so I'm not sure how close it was to the school. And okay. I, I was unaware that they didn't lock down anything, but that is an area where it's problematic because there's, I mean, the homeless are like building up down there. Really? You know talking about at the bottom, it, yeah. So the um, if you go down that hill towards the bottom where the Minimart's at, there's like the cemetery, and that whole section is homeless people in the woods and the old train tracks there. And Great. so I don't know if this guy was a resident or if it was a person that was homeless walking up the hill, which I've seen a lot when we were living there. So it's sad. Excellent. I, mean, it, I, I don't mean to say it is, it is what it is. I just mean, you know, shit happens. Every, every town has, has crazy shit happen. Yeah. So I don't, you know, it, people do crazy shit. So hopefully they, you know, they caught him obviously. And he had a load of young and he was discharging it so well dude the, the last time something Should've like lock the school down though yeah well the last they have a fence and all that shit but still it's like what's a fence gonna stop a bullet no uh yeah. so here's the deal is the last time something like this happened in the united states like a school shooting right like i think it was right after uvaldi we had bikers showing up and like with their guns 
and just chilling outside the school. And they're just like, yeah. fuck it. If, I, if the cops aren't going to be here, the military's not going to be here, I'll be here and I'll, no one's going to shoot my kids. Yeah, give props to the bikers, dude, because they do this shit all the time. And I love it, dude. This is why, uh, and I grew up in a family that, like, my dad is a huge biker guy, grew yeah. up with bikers. And they, they are, a lot of them are veterans. And uh, they're the guys that, like, they, they do a lot with, like, school bullies and shit, where they, they'll go to the school with the kid, you know, and just make sure the kid feels safe. And, uh, you know, the, what is it, the angels? I can't remember uh, Hell's Angels? what they call themselves, but cancer patients, other stuff. No, no, nah, I'm sure the Hell's Angels do do some good things. Uh, but no, they, they go help like kids with cancer and stuff and they, they get them toys and they, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that bikers do. And, and again, they're mostly veterans. So yeah, it's like, if you can't get, um, you know, ex police officers, ex military to guard schools, those, those bikers will a hundred percent do it for us. Yeah, dude. Love it. And you know, uh, the chaps, you got to love the leather, man. Uh, you know, <laughs> bulletproof leather. That's yeah. what they need. No, I don't know. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, as long as it's not, I mean, uh, as long as it's not assless chaps, we're all good, right? Hey, man, I don't, I don't criticize. If you feel like you gotta go assless, you know, those chaps are hot. You gotta get some, uh, you that's, gotta get some airflow. Very true. So you know. Well, let's let's get into some of these topics. I know you sent me one here about this Haitian guy who died. He collapsed on stage. Yeah. So. Uh, this was uh, just a little while back. Was, they say last week. I'm not sure exact day, but I caught it last night. I started seeing it and uh, was on on TikTok, and I looked up. His name's uh, Bin and he's a uh, Haitian musical artist, and he's uh, apparently very, very, very popular. Mm. He was playing in France, if I'm not mistaken, uh, and he was uh, – it's pretty interesting. They, they showed him on stage. He was singing, sounded great. I mean, for what it is, you know, not my kind of music, but uh, he sounded great. He's doing his stuff, and then uh, he he exits the rear of the stage, you know, kind of where the drums, guitar, and everything, that little platform's up there, and he kind of walks through, and he fuck, you can hear it. I mean, you can hear it from his microphone or something, it, him hit the stage, and uh, apparently, I mean, he was dead on the, dead on the spot, but they tried uh, reviving him for over an hour. The guy's 41 years old. Um, it's another example, uh, in my opinion, of too many people. There's too many people that are are are, are dying. Um, suddenly at a dies. Very young age. Man. Yeah, suddenly dies. I mean, right? we, we just had um, yeah. So WWE, uh, they do like a. You remember the uh, cage fighting stuff? The UFC, they did that like where they were competing to get a spot for UFC mm-hmm. ultimate fighter or whatever it was. Yeah. So WWE had that same kind of a thing for their, for their program. And, uh, one of the contestants was a, um, 30 year old girl and, uh, she was competing as she just died, uh, like literally 30 years old died. So I, I don't feel like I, I've been into sports. I know you've been into sports for a long time. I, I just don't feel like there's been a point in time where you just see people like on film dying. This guy was filmed on stage dying, literally. Yeah. And seeing 30 year olds just falling over with heart issues, collapsing, fainting. I mean, it's, it's, I'm not going to say you already know yeah. uh, what, what I think that is, but juice. Um, oh, 
yeah, not not uh, not steroids. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah, that juice. Not that juice. It's the, it's the other juice. Yeah. But it's it's sad, man. This guy was. Uh, I mean, what I was getting at was when I was on TikTok and I was looking up Mika Ben, uh, and I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. But um, there was videos of him, you know, leading up to the concert. He's just like filming himself. He's like, dude, I'm so stoked to be. And he speaks English, you know. He's like, I'm so stoked to be here. Like, fucking France, Paris tonight. Blah blah blah. It's gonna be packed, and it's a huge stadium. Yeah. And just looked healthy, looked alive, looked great. Um, there was a video of him getting ready to come on stage because I, I don't know if he was like a special guest or something, but um, it showed him on the stairs coming to the stage, and he was like wiping his face and like didn't didn't look very good yeah he sounded fine on stage seemed like he was energetic but apparently it's a it's a massive heart attack but they're they're waiting to see so yeah apparently his name was michael benjamin yeah he was born michael benjamin so i guess he just combined it into micah ben or mika ben i don't know i think it's mika yeah mika ben is what a lot of people are pronouncing it that way so i'm just assuming yeah that was on october 16th People are saying undeniable charisma. You know, everybody's just saying from the bottom of our hearts, you know, the outpouring of love and support, you know, but it's just literally, you know, how much of this is, I I hope people are kind of paying attention to what's happening and just the oddities of the suddenly dying trend, you know. Unfortunately, um, a lot of people are, they're not thinking and they don't think and, We've actually had that discussion where, you know, and you've seen this where the news is coming out and they're saying, uh, you know, cold weather causes heart issues. Yeah. Uh, mowing your lawn causes heart. I mean, it's just like literally they're just making whatever, whatever they can, uh, you know, lifting too much to have heart problems. You could have a heart attack, you know, cold showers. So it's like people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all of it, man. So the, the problem is, is I do think a lot of people still think like, well, you know, you know, what happens and, you know, it's sad. It's unfortunate, but really, I mean, the amount of athletes, artists, and just, I mean, famous people, let alone the people that no one knows about yeah. that have just kind of keeled over and died is, is unbelievable, dude, in my opinion. Dude, the, the weird, mean, we decided, yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. The weirdest one to me was that, um, Indian student who just got accepted into college and he was so excited that he died of a heart attack. <laughs> I mean, yeah, come that, on, bro. That's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but like this one, this one just came out on Fox news and it was, uh, I mean, this was just, I think today or yesterday, but Mississippi state football player, Sam Westmoreland dies at 18. Yeah. They found him at a church, bro. I don't know if he was, uh, I'm not saying that that was heart related, but there's something going on and, and you could say it's, it's, uh, the jab. You could say that. You could say that it's the past two years in depression and, and the different systems that have happened over the past two years that people are in a bad place and they're they're taking their own lives, if mm-hmm. that's the case. Um, but regardless, something's going on and we're just seeing too many people 18 to 30 dying. So Yeah, I, I just say like the collapsing athletes. That's the one that concerns me. Like the people that are in the tip-top shape of their life and they're on the field, they're performing, they're doing things that they've normally done their whole life and they've trained to do. And then all of a sudden, boom, either dead or grasping at their chest like, oh, something's happening. I don't know what the fuck's going on, you know? Yeah, you see it a lot with the soccer players, which is shocking. Those guys are literally on a giant field running 
24 seven. Yeah. And all of a sudden there's heart problems. You've seen it with, uh, with NBA players where they're asking to come off the court cause they can't breathe very well. Yeah. Something's going on. Something's, Something's going on. Uh, you know, so it's, I mean, as far as Amika Ben, I, obviously, uh, I, you know, wish his family, uh, all my condolences. Cause that, that's a terrible thing when you're literally, I mean, can you imagine being at the point where you're playing a stadium? Yeah. Yeah. 30,000 people, whatever the situation. And you're, you're just out there having your best life and you're walking off stage and that's, that's it. You just lights out. Um, I can't imagine a situation like that. And it's scary. It puts, it puts everything into perspective about how, how, uh, you know, fragile life is and all that, but dude, it shouldn't be that way. He should be 80 years old. That, that's my opinion. He should be 80 something years old and he's, he's not. So yeah, indeed. And, you know, tragedy happens every single day. You know, people have aneurysms. They have brain aneurysms that just pop. Then bye-bye, yeah. you know. Um, mm -hmm. Random acts of violence, you can go down the list. But this thing just seems so unnecessary, you know. when you, If you look at it from a particular point of view, it seems very unnecessary. And that's, I think, where the, the tragedy really is. Yeah, so... What I mean with that said, like what I wanted to tie into this a little bit was the fact that um, today, you know, through Disclosure.tv, there's been multiple sources, but uh, CDC panel unanimous, unanimously votes to add COVID-19 mRNA uh, shots to the recommended child vaccine schedule in the United States. So including six month old babies. So um, I know and you know. Chris knows if he was here, how YouTube takes this stuff. You know, you get these little, you know, learn more about COVID-19. Like, yeah. you, you, you guys know where we stand. We're not going to get into the nitty gritty on it. I can tell you that uh, from what I understand, this is going to be based off state. Um, so mm -hmm. they're going to recommend it. The states are going to have the right. And uh, I will tell you that uh, this is one of those situations with an election coming up here in November. You better fucking vote. You better go vote. You better be paying attention to who you're voting in because, uh, and I watched a gal earlier who was talking about, it and she's like, you know, she's in Georgia and she's like, yeah, you know, if Stacey Abrams gets in office here in Georgia, this will be, this will be a thing. And, uh, once it's, once it's a required thing, you're, you're screwed. Yeah. Your kids will not go to a public school if they do not have this, uh, this vaccine. So, well, they're not going to go, they're going to pull their kids out. They're not going to go. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you're not going to, you're not going to just abide and, and do it. If you're at this point, if you haven't got it, you're yeah. not getting it. So I would just say vote, uh, you know, be, make sure that, you know, who you have in your state and, and do that, you know, I know, um, there's a lot of positives in Oregon that's happening right now with, you know, it's real close. We'll see what happens. Washington. Yeah. I don't know. Don't know. But, either. Um, that really, and I, and I, and I um, Man, I, I feel for, uh, I know the situation, like your, your wife's a teacher. It's going to be interesting uh, to see what Washington does, because I know if Inslee's in, he's, he's, he's going to pass this, pass this through. Man. Oh, yeah, and, and, no and, doubt. And can you imagine, like, what that does? I mean, you know this as a parent. Like, that puts us in a position, just like when we had, they closed the schools down. Mm -hmm. Everybody had to go, shit. Uh, so I need to take time off and, and work with my kids cause they have school. They, they can't get behind. Yep. Um, who's going to watch them during the day. Cause obviously when they're in school, that's, you know, and you're working, that's how it's always been. So this, this puts a monkey wrench in the whole thing, man. And, and it's really alarming, 
honestly. Yeah. And so going back to when those mandates were in place, a lot was learned too. So it is not just vote. Yes. Let's vote the people who are mandating things to your body. Let's vote them out. Right. Yeah. But also get together with your community. Um, there, there is a local kind of faction of libertarian minded people who do meet and they have this all laid out. They have plans for what happens when the mandates come, because it's not if they come in Washington, they are coming. So it is this plan that, you know, I've talked with my wife. We've, we've talked as community members multiple times at those meetings about where, where can we set up shop and have another school? You know what I mean? And it, you know, whether or not it's accredited doesn't really matter. It's whether or not, we can partake in our children's education and do we have the time? You know what I mean? That's what it comes down to is that is where the, the pinch with all of this comes is, will there be enough teachers? Will there be enough uh, resources? Exactly. Because it's the exact same thing that's happening right now with children or it's coming for children, but it's the same thing that happened with the hospital workers, right? The nurses, the doctors, the medical staff that did not want to uh, sip the juice. We'll just yeah. put it that way or take the juice. Um, so it's, it's one of those things where, you know, you got to be prepared as a community too, and come together and, and find like-minded individuals who disagree with these mandates and you can work with and just say, here's, here are my skill sets. Here's what I can provide. Here are the days that I can provide it. Uh, what can I offer? You know what I mean? And just everybody yeah. has to really kind of get each other's backs. You shouldn't have to do that, though. I mean, it's good yeah. that we. And, I, and here's the deal: like, I, 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 I went to those meetings when we were in uh, Callis County there, and uh, I know people are coming together, and that's what makes America great: is that there's people that always got your back, and you can work in the community with people like that. But the the, the part that bothers me is we shouldn't even be in this position. Yeah, quit mandating this shit. You're not mandating a birth certificate, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we just, we're, we're actually applying for our uh, school right now. The kids are going to start, I think on Monday, Woo-hoo. beautiful. It's a beautiful school, man. Teachers are super nice. And they, you know, bring in your birth certificates, get your kids information. We'll get them going. It. But what I'm saying is like, you know, it's one thing to like demand that they have their birth certificate so that they can prove that they're a citizen, uh, make sure that they're, you know, legal in the school system. Everything beyond that that goes into a body should not be mandated. There should be, at this point, and I know we've let it slip since we were kids, bro, like yeah. as far as the flu flu vaccines or polio vaccines or, or you know, whatever it is. We all got it because of school. But I've got to the point now, and I know you agree, that, like, that should, that should not be a fucking thing. No. You shouldn't be required to have certain medical procedures done to you in order to get into a, into a middle school, elementary school. Yeah. And so I, I'm concerned for some of these states because I think, like, yes, you. I know in your situation in Washington, like, there's going to be a large amount of people that are going to try to come together and do this, and it will work. I guarantee it will work. It's just unfortunate that you have to have that burden put on you, and that yeah. Inslee doesn't look at it as uh, a burden for parents. And it's a punishment. He's punishing me. For sure. But I think uh, the the one good thing that does come out of it is, um, yeah, you can you can build those relationships with your community. But then, too, it's perspective. It's growing through this the, the times of change. Right. It's it's mm-hmm. um, yeah. 
you know, going through the turmoil and coming out a better person, hopefully, I don't know, or at least learning from it and just saying, where did we mess up at? And going back to your thing where like, um, vaccination status for children to go to school should have never really been a thing ever, because that is, you know, coming from a, a data aspect, your medical history is private sensitive data. And that is a no-no. You can never ask mm-hmm. for that. You can never mandate that. Yeah. Uh, and and to go a little bit farther with it, it's um, I do think that you're, it does build community when you have to go through these trials and tribulations and stuff that you're talking about. The problem that I have is, is they don't reverse this stuff. They gain an inch, they add another inch. So this is one more step that they're going to pass through and certain states are going to make it state law where you have to be, you know, certain vaccination status in order to get into school. And then you guys are going to do what you can to, to make sure that it's, it's, uh, you know, your kids are getting educated, but then what's the next thing. And so this stuff needs to be stopped. I, I think we need to make sure that we're not allowing this to happen because it's just furthering their power. And then what's, what's next, man. I mean, what's next. So, you know, it has to be a certain ratio, you know, like diversity ratios. I mean, what's, what is next literally for, you know, where they say you're not allowed to go to school. Your kid's not allowed to go to school. We have too many white kids at the school. Can't, we need more diversity. Sorry. Yeah. Like that's a, that. I mean, what, where does it end? This is what I'm trying to say. Where does it end? Your kid's not half robot, so they can't go to the school. You need to upgrade their system into a uh, partial robot. I don't know. Yeah. Are they chipped? Are they chipped? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if they're not chipped, they're not. And everybody's gonna be like, "Well, it's fine." I mean, yeah, it's just a chip. No, it's not fine. Yeah, it's not. I, I just hate that. Like, we're it's good and it's bad. I just really hate that this is even a thing. I hate that states are gonna vote on this, and and half the states in this country are gonna pass this through. Yep. Yeah, we just have to fight it back like we did with the other mandates. You know what I mean? So it's just round two of whatever. So hopefully, we learned some lessons. We learned yeah. where our rights are and you know we can learn hopefully deal with this a little bit quicker than we did the last time yeah and hopefully uh if, if everybody does leave the schools then their funding gets cut and you know cut in half or cut by a third and then they start panicking because they don't have enough money coming in yep. and i would love to see parents who are vaccinated also support people who's i mean listen if you're liberal your whole thing is right to choose and your body your choice in certain aspects so it would be nice to have part of the community that is is vaccinated support the ones that are unvaccinated. Uh, I mean, it's just it's it's gross, man. Like we would never say if you have AIDS, you can't go to school. You know what I'm saying? We'd never say if you have hepatitis, you can't go to school. I, I, I don't know. I just don't know where you draw the line, man. Exactamondo. I hear you. Speaking of brain implants, um, <laughs> I sent you this article talking about some brain implants, right? And this is coming. See it. Well, this is coming from uh, Daily Mail, and this says wireless brain implant could save more than a hundred thousand Americans who die each year from aggressive tumors by zapping the tumors with heat for two weeks. So essentially, what these wireless so these these aren't I don't think that they're um, implanted. I think that it's like uh, outside of the body, but these are wireless brain implants. And they let the patients treat themselves at home. So obviously they're not to inject, they're not, if this isn't like a surgery type of thing. So I think you just apply sure. it to your brain. 
A transmitter sends electrical signals to the brain chip, which then converts them into infrared light that activates nanoparticles around the tumor. The nanoparticles generate heat to kill off the brain tumor. Mice with tumors were treated with just 15 minutes a day for 15 days. My question is, where do the nano nanoparticles, how do those get in your body? Because that has to get to the tumor, right? So where are we, what are we talking about here? So I'm just going to kind of like go through this and, and look at this. But what do you think about that? Dude, listen, I, I'm all about uh, medical advancements, bro. Uh, and, and tumors, cancer, all that stuff is, is terrible. And it kills a ton of people. And uh, listen, if yeah, if you're in a position where you have a brain tumor that's going to kill you or cancer is going to kill you, I think more people than not would gladly do whatever is necessary to try to kill it. You have nothing to lose. You know what I'm saying? In most aspects. So apparently this is an implant. So the, oh, yeah. the first part of the procedure is get the freaking implant, but your treatment is at home. So you just basically turn on the chip. Dude. Say. Would you? I mean, I would give it a shot if there was nothing else I could do, you know? Yeah. I mean, here's the deal. Look at what, look what options you have right now for cancer. It's like chemotherapy. I mean, you want to, no. you want to literally be sick as shit for months. You know what I'm saying? Doing chemotherapy, lose all your hair, go through that huge battle. If this is something that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think people would do it. Yeah, this is saying the team fitted the brain implant with star-shaped gold nanoparticles and a small at- antenna to convert electrical signals to infrared light, which then activate the nanoparticles to generate heat. And this can all be performed remotely. Wow. wow. So even the doctor can be like, uh, David, your chip's not on. Do you want me to activate that for you? Here you go. <laughs> See, I don't like that. I don't like that they can, I don't like that stuff where they can actually turn off and turn on stuff for you. Well, and what happens if you walk through some sort of field, you know, like magnetic field or like if you have to go to the airport and walk through that radiation or the metal detector, you know, what happens then? Does this thing get fucked with? Did they test all that shit? Oh, I'm sure they did. I mean, travel is obviously a main thing for Americans and, and everybody in this world actually, but they would have to have tested it. So I'm sure they'll tell you not, yeah, no flying for the next uh, three or four months, you know? Yeah. But uh, this actually is, is kind of cool though, because I remember back in the day when I was in the college days, like 2010 ish, they, uh, they were coming out with, um, these kind of targeted, they were still kind of drugs, but they had gold wrapped around it. So the particle of the drug was manufactured to have, uh, gold, that was supposed to kind of target the tumor. So it only, you know what I mean? It was like a missile. Yep. 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 I remember that. So this is kind of the same thing, but this is less aggressive. I mean, way less intrusive other than the brain part. Uh, uh, so I'm just saying like, I, I do think that like, you know, if you're willing to go through chemotherapy and we've all seen, I, I think everybody knows somebody that's gone through some kind of form of chemo. And it's aggressive and it's, and it's, it's just, it's sad. And so I think most people are willing to do things if they're on the verge of, uh, where they could lose their life. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So yeah. And I would too. I'm not about pumping stuff into my body at this point. I mean, I think I've learned so much over the past couple of years that like we've questioned a lot of things, mm-hmm. but when you're talking about life and death, you know what I'm saying? If you, if you could say, Greg, 
if you don't do this, man, you're you, like, there's a great chance you're going to die. And you know that that's accurate. That's not just some fear monitoring stuff that's going on, fear mongering. Yeah, you do it. And I think most people are excited about new technologies and it's going to take some, like, I think it's going to take something innovative like this to actually beat tumors and cancer, man. It really is going to take something that's outside the box. And yeah. so I welcome it, uh, with some studies and, and I think there's going to be people that are willing to try it and see if it works for them. And yeah, this is like, you know, when you think about AI and the integration with AI, Neuralink, mm-hmm. transhumanism, all that shit, this would be some of the good that comes from that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like the curing of diseases, the uh, immediate treatment, the less, uh, uh, side effects, the lessened side effects of like chemicals being injected into your bloodstream. But then again, it's just, it's, it's almost like Harry Potter. If you think about Harry Potter, you know, they, yeah. they had like magic existed, but it's like, do you have the bad guys using it or the good guys using it? So it was all about intentions. Yeah. But we've said that about everything. I think vaccines, the meaning behind them, good mm-hmm. intentions, you know what I'm saying? You want to prevent the world from getting some certain disease virus. Yeah. Uh, but it's all about who controls it who decides what to do and does the states, the governments mandate certain things. And that's where it ultimately comes down to. If they mandate, everybody has to have this in their body. And that way, if something happens, we can just turn it on. You're, you're going to be healed. No, you don't mandate that shit. You know what I'm saying? If you choose to do so, then all right, man, that's great. But you know, it's all about mandates for me, dude. Yeah. It's about mandates and who's going to pay the price. Like who's going to, um, who's going to be reprimanded if something goes wrong. Right. And that's, that was like the whole kind of pushback against the vaccine court. And you know, if the manufacturers of vaccines can no longer be sued, so to speak, it's literally like you can create a product, you know, in, if people want to take it, they can, but if it does something to their body, don't come talking to me because it was your choice. But yeah, that's I'm, I'm, dude, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Seriously. Like it, here's the deal. If you were to say I have a flu vaccine for you, okay, and it will lessen your chances of getting the flu. And if you do get the flu, it'll it'll lower your symptoms. Let's say that's how it is. If you want to do that, you sign paperwork saying, Hey, we we don't bear any responsibility to any outcome side effects that you may have from this. But it's your choice. Man- mandates you off the get table. To come in there. Yeah, yeah. You get to come in and say, you know what? I feel better about my kids having this, and I'm willing to take that risk because I think that you know the risk outweighs the uh, issues that could happen. It's until they come out and say everybody in America has to have this, mm-hmm. and then they don't take responsibility when they're when they're forcing it on you and there's issues. That's that's a huge problem. Yep. So I don't care if, if, if even with this new uh, technology that they're coming out with. If they came out and said, listen, uh, we're not going to be responsible if it kills you. Okay. But it may work. It may not work. If yeah. you're on your deathbed and you're, say you got six months to live, a year to live, and you're like, I'm running out of options. There's a lot of people, most people would sign it and say, you know what? I'm going to die anyways if I don't do something and it's worth trying. It's it's Trump's right to try, you know? Yeah. And, I, and I'm all about that, bro. I'm all about it. If it's your choice and you are, and you understand the risks, I'm all about it. Yeah. As long as they're open about the risks as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like don't, don't well, what they know. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So we'll see how this goes. I mean, I just found that this was very interesting. Uh, 15 minutes a day for 15 days. You know, that's incredible. 
I mean, if that really worked like that, that would be incredible. That would be an incredible breakthrough. And yeah, I, I think, uh, a lot of people are dying from this stuff, man. So I don't know. I, I'm sure enough people will sign up for them to do good studies on it. And I hope that they do. I hope they don't rush it through like yeah. they do some other things, but I would do it if I was in that situation, probably. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, it, they're going to make it very enticing. They're going to make this, I think the transhumanist kind of agenda will be very enticing. Uh, especially if you, I mean, I, I would think about, okay, what if they came out with something where I could plug in and know something within minutes or even seconds? I mean, hell, if it's like a yeah. freaking download, then I'd be like, Ooh, how many podcasts could we do? You know what I mean? Like, could we like know all this shit and then just say like, here's how this happens on accessing the internet. I wouldn't need a phone. You know what I mean? But then again, you, you have to think about, you can no longer separate yourself from this. It is part of you. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know how far I'd go with that, but yeah. I will say like the idea of having the positive would be like a vehicle, right? Where you have a warning light that comes on. It says your oil's low. Uh, there's an electrical issue. You got to, you got codes coming up, right. To tell you like your alternator's going out. You're fucked. Those yeah. kind of things are beneficial to us because the, the reason a lot of people die, I'm, I'm not a doctor. A lot of people, and especially men, let's be real. Men don't like going to the doctor. If something's going on, they always think like, I'll get over this. Blah, blah, blah. There's a, you know, especially when it comes to cancer and tumors and, 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 and gross and other things that are happening it would be, it would save a lot of lives. If you got an alert that came up on your little watch or something that said your blood pressure is low, yeah. you, you know, you're having artery issues. You're, uh, you know, there's uh, we're detecting gross or something. It would make you go like, Holy crap, I need to get this fixed. This is not just some, you know, I don't feel great today kind of vibe. Yeah. And I do think that would save a lot of lives at the same time. Like you said, there comes a point where, you know, it's, it's, it's everything and you can't get out of it. And then it's like, do you really want to be plugged in that much? You know, Dude. and who else has access to it? That's the who thing. Else has access to it. Yeah. I mean, if your doctor can just sit at his office, type in Greg's social security number and your information, your patient number, and then be like, wow, Greg's vitals right now live are spectacular. That's he's he's bizarre, masturbating dude. in his, in his sauna. Yeah. <laughs> What's going uh, on here? He's elevated heart rate. Here and, uh, <laughs> oh boy, he's uh, sweaty for some reason. So yeah, that to me is like, there, there's a fine line of like what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. And if you, if you have a way to like watch yourself, I think that's great, dude. Yeah. If you could put something on that doesn't it intrude your skin and you can get readings from it. Cool. Yeah, and, and I mean, I listen to um, Ben Greenfield's podcast every now and then. He's a biohacker. I don't know if you know what that mm -hmm. is, but it's he tries these devices, these technologies, these uh, procedures and whatnot to kind of see how he can benefit his life, right? Yeah. And yeah. his overall physical health, mental health, whatnot. Um, there are inflammation. So constant inflammation toxic inflammation is that is what is the target or that's that's what the, the problem is in everybody's body so these yeah. these foods that you eat these chemicals that you in either ingest or inhale something is happening to cause your body to inflame somewhere and so your body is in constant fight mode you need to find out how can we target that how can we identify it and then how can we treat it 
if you could do that without providing a blood sample every month or every week and just do that immediately every morning and say, hey, you're low on sodium. Go drink Zinc. a yeah, or Iron. something. You know what I mean? Here's your mm-hmm. recommendations. Go eat this within 15 minutes. You should be back up to this level. And then by that time, bada bing, bada boom, ciao bella. You know? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I mean, think about that. You wake up, brush your teeth, put your finger in this little machine, takes a little blood sample, finish brushing your teeth, finish doing your hair, and it says, Dave, you're, you know, you're 100% when it comes to vitamin C today, but your yeah. zinc is slow. You're... You know, and then you go into your thing and we made a concoction for you. You know, here's the perfect mixture of vitamins that's going to help you yep. get back to base level. Like that's futuristic shit. And I think that's great. And, and like, it's kind of amazing that we don't have something like that, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. Like, why is it that we have 75 inch TVs? We have uh, refrigerators that have computers in them and they fucking tell you all this shit. But we don't have a machine that can take a blood reading at your home. Which is the most important thing. And Joe Rogan talks about this all the time. Like regular blood, you know, like having your blood drawn yeah. and blood tests is key to you being healthy. Yep. I'm, I don't do it enough and I'm sure you don't, but I'm no. just saying like and nobody does. So I'm just saying, can you imagine a machine, a basic machine that every person has just blood draw? It kind of gives you a basic rundown and you're doing that once a week. Or, we have a healthy uh, yeah. America. Yeah. I mean, if you could do that every day, like a, a diabetic does, I mean. They make these blood glucose monitors that are patches that you can kind of just inject and and have them stick into your skin. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, yep. And it's just a continuous monitor. Why not just have that as like a an overall nutrient balance type of thing? Because we'd be healthier. Yeah. They wouldn't make as much money on us. We'd be healthier. That's that's why they don't do that. Yep. So I, I don't know. And hopefully this this big, uh, you know, the mandates, the shutdowns, all this stuff kind of opened everybody's eyes to who's making the most money and how do they make their money? You know, uh, some I think some people, but, you know, I'd love to see more, but I don't think that's the case, unfortunately. For sure, bro. Um, speaking of it's kind of uh, on the same topic here. Uh, we have about 15 minutes or so. So we're good. Um this is the Boston Lab. Did you hear about what the Boston Lab did? No. They made a big old no-no, Dave. They made a COVID strain that killed 80% of the mice that they tested it on. They just freaking straight up made it and it goes, oh, well, this kills 80% of mice, so that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, so... I didn't know this shit was legal in the United States, by the way. Because this is this is uh, like genetic engine. This is what uh, Wuhan did, right? You know, what's that called? Uh, Gain of function testing and all that. Yeah. Um, Interesting to go with this a little bit. I was listening to uh, Tim Pool and he was talking about um, how governments may or may not. You never know release a form of uh, uh, virus. Let's say COVID, for example, out to the public. So through vaccination or through catching it, the general public is uh, semi-immune to it at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like we're like, I feel like I'm pretty immune to the whole COVID stuff. I've had it twice. Yeah. Second time was nothing. Didn't even hardly notice it. Um, so whether it's through vaccination or having the actual virus, they do that on purpose, knowing that there's a bio weapon that is coming. That is the same strain. So, so for example, with what you're saying, if this uh, new COVID strain 
is 80% deadly. Let's say that's, that's, that's real, right? Mm -hmm. Um, if that were to get out into public, uh, and he talks about this, he was saying, you know, it would get people sick, but they wouldn't, they would already be immune to the COVID. It's the base level COVID. Yeah. So it may not kill 80%, but countries that were less, um, sick in the first place or did not do vaccinations or did not get sick from COVID would be wiped the fuck out. Yeah. So it's an interesting concept that if it was done on purpose and I, I don't want to give the government any, uh, any positive notes here, but let's just yeah. hypothetical here. What if they knew that there was a bioweapon that was coming out that was very deadly and it was based off of this COVID situation? Yeah. If you were to push this out into public, and just let it go, get people sick. It's a lighter variant. Not everybody's going to die, but a lot of people will. Knowing that if we're ever be attacked again with a bioweapon, we'd be safe from it. Maybe. Dude, that's that's the whole concept um, around the Omicron variant, that it was such a weakened form of this virus that as long as you got it, you would have natural immunity, right? You would, you would, you would have at that point gotten the big C, right? You can say, oh, yeah, mm -hmm. I tested positive. And that is one of the arguments that I've heard for the biological research labs that were over in Ukraine that the Department of Defense funded was that they were with they were working on this stuff for that very exact thing that you were mentioning is if somebody were to come out with this weapon, we would have the antidote for it right away. However you have people making money off of the antidote. And that is where I'm like, okay, you know? Well, listen, I, I don't want to defend any of that crap, but I, I will say that like everything in our lives, somebody is making a buck off of yeah. everything. Yeah. So I, it's to me, I don't care. And you know this, I don't care about spending money on shit that I want to spend money on. I don't care about if I like something or if I want to buy a more expensive car because I love the style of it or if I want to buy a hot rod. I don't give a shit. I'm cool with spending money on things that make me happy and healthy and, and safe or make my family happy, healthy, and safe. So I don't give a shit who makes a buck. I don't care. Uh, what I care about is the lying and the, the issues with that. So at yeah. the end of the day, if the government would have came out and said um, and been honest and had they said, like, you know what, there is a bioweapon that China has right now that could wipe out this entire country. What we're talking Spanish flu, baby. Take everybody out. Um, we highly recommend this uh, dose. You know what I'm saying? People might might have side effects. They may get sick. I don't. I don't know. We don't know. But we can tell you that if it if it gets detonated, you know, people would at least go like, ah, maybe yeah. I should do this. Well, think about it. So <laughs> instead of like that country, this is our country in Boston. <laughs> This this will kill eighty yes. percent of the the population here, according to this study. So, and then here's just a couple of details from the the article that I want to kind of mention here. They're talking about the top NIH director not knowing that this was going on. They he That's or bullshit. she did not. Uh, Emily Erbelding Erbelding. Hmm. The director of the NIAID said that she was unaware of the specific details of the research. Like, how can this research go on at a university, for God's sakes, and the yeah. government doesn't know about it? You know? Uh, well, they're incompetent or she's lying. And again, like, I thought that this type of gain-of-function research was banned. I thought it was outlawed. I, well, actually, 
it might have come back in 2017. I don't know if they made it legal again. But um, here's one interesting tidbit of how they created this. This is a, a schematic here, and it says, The scientists removed the spike from the Omicron variant. They attached it to the original Wuhan strain, and then they infected the mice with this hybrid strain, and it killed 80% of them. So they took a spike off the Omicron, put it onto the original, and then boom, 80% dead. The paper has not I, been, the, the study has not been peer-reviewed, though, so we'll see what happens. I don't even know what to say, man. I, I like, I don't even know what to say. I sad that they're doing this, and I, I don't believe that that woman had nothing, didn't have any knowledge of this at all. And if that's the case, and, and universities are able to do this kind of stuff backdoor without any, any like, you know, oversight, oversight from, yeah. from somebody. And, you know, I'm, I'm not a fan of the CDC. I'm not a fan of the WHO. I'm not a fan of the government as a whole. But, like, if you're just able to willy-nilly create shit in a fucking university and there is no oversight whatsoever, then there's a big, big problem. Because, you, you, I mean, what, what are you just going to create a fucking uh, a nuclear bomb? Is that, yeah. Let's just create a, create a nuclear bomb, dude. Like, hey, nobody's watching us. Let's just see if we can make one 10 times more powerful than the most powerful one right now. Like, why not? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what happened when they turned CERN on. They admitted that this could wipe out the whole world. They said that that was a yeah. possibility, and they still did it. You know? Yeah. Um, so just for clarity, Boston University insisted that this was not technically gain-of-function research because its chimeric virus only killed 80% of the mice. I have no idea why they would say that. I see... Uh... I don't remember who it was, but they were talking about, uh, I think it was actually Fauci or I'm not, I'm sorry. Joe Rogan was talking about it, but he was saying that gain of function is really the problem. The name game gain of function is the problem because it's so broad. It is so loose that like when, uh, Rand Paul was talking to Fauci about gain of function, it's not specific enough. So, so, so Fauci could sit there and say, well, it's not gain of function because it's, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. AY media, but it is. We all know that it is, but it's just the whole thing of like, I don't even know what a good example is, but it's just, a, it's a, such a broad word that like he could say it's not, but it really is. Like he should have said, you know, like Ron Paul should have said, do you take viruses and make them more extreme in order for science to, to review what's going on? Then he would have to say, no, we do not, or yes, we do do that. Exactly. But gain of function could be anything. It could be a multitude of things. And so when they come out and they say, this technically was not gain of function, it probably was. And they're probably using a loophole to, to you know, get out of some deep shit. Dude, it's definitions. It only killed 80%. Yeah, that's why yeah, they changed, so they've changed the definition of what a vaccine is, what's, uh, what's herd immunity. They've changed definitions throughout this whole thing. But they were saying that in this article, it says the gain of function experiments usually make the disease more lethal or infectious for the sake of or for the sake of studying it. So they're they're saying that was their case that's because this only killed 80 percent. But it's like you don't know <laughs> like this was the first time you made this freaking thing. You don't know what to expect. So how could you say it was not? gain of function I, I guess that's their argument is they're saying that we just created this just to see what it would do we didn't know that it was going to 
kill 80%, but it did. So it ended up being a gain of function. You created something that was more lethal than what it probably was if you would have just kept it separated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? I, yeah, I, I feel like, uh, when Joe was talking about this, Joe Rogan was talking about this, he was saying, and I don't remember if it was him or his guests who had visited the facility, but they were saying that they had like walls that were literally like, I don't even know, a hundred yards thick. I mean, it was, it's just an amazing thickness of this wall. It's, that's an exaggeration, but let's say 50 feet wide walls to keep, to prevent shit to get out to prevent these viruses from getting out. And then they had like, they said that he was uh, in the lab, you know, they were in their suits and shit and they're, they have a constant like vacuum pulling air out. That's taking it into a filter and like preventing any of this stuff that's kind of, kind of sporing out of the things. Mm -hmm. So point I'm trying to make is, is that these facilities, Wuhan, probably not, let's be real. China, not a lot of regulations, but in general, um, there is a lot of precautions taken when they do this. And I don't think a university has those precautions. So I don't know why that's legal. I don't know why that that would be, I don't know why they aren't getting a slap. I mean, not more than a slap on the wrist for this. I mean, they should be, this should be a big issue because it takes one moron to let it outside into that university where there's thousands of students. And we now have a major problem. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, so, can you imagine, Greg, if they would come out and they said, like, this virus kills 80% of the people that contacts it? If we went into a lockdown for the 0.01% that died from, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. COVID, can you imagine 80%? Oh, yeah. Like, it, it, life wouldn't, it would never be the same. It would never be the same. No, I mean, you would, uh, you would never go outside again. I mean, the homeless no. would all be gone. Um, you would never have group meetings. You would never get to probably even see loved ones. I mean, if you did, you'd have to go everywhere in the same bubble together at all times. So that way you would never leave the same. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Though. Spanish flu killed a ton of people. I mean, it wiped tons of people out. Yeah. Obviously, people still went out. Obviously, they came out afterwards. You know, I don't think that it's permanent. I do think that when you have something that's that serious and we would recognize that, I think anybody would, right? Yeah. With COVID, we were just saying, this is not as deadly as they're saying it is. Why are we doing this? Yeah. If it was one that was deadly and it was killing 70, 80, 50% of the people. Yeah. Obviously we would go like, wow, this is, uh, this is the real deal guys. You know, like we need to figure something out here. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, and like, I think right now they're kind of in this, I think they're going to get a lawsuit strapped on their ass. And I think their, ar their argument will be, uh, this is not gain of function. So that will be looked at and debated by lawyers, definitions, like you were saying. They're going to go battle this out in freaking court. And it's like, come on, people. <laughs> gain of function was, yeah, yeah. The, was the result of an unnecessary experiment, right? Yeah, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's uh, through Supreme Court or through the court system we can actually get some real definitions to this shit and actually have some some uh, guidance going forward of what this actually means. Yeah, and the NIA or NIAID did provide a grant of one point one million dollars to the Boston University for research. Whether or not mm -hmm. they knew that this was going on, 
it just blows my mind, right? They don't keep yeah. track of that stuff. So anyway, it's bananas. It is bananas. We are know. we are at that time, Davy boy. So oh yeah. Any it's closing here? Any closing thoughts? Any closing words? Yes, it's almost it's past 10, 10 p.m. Yeah. Past Sorry, your- I was yawning a little bit. I, I wasn't. I wasn't bored. It's been a long day. Uh, no, no closing words, man. Uh, no, just uh, letting everybody know that uh, I'm excited. I got a message from Javier the other day. Oh yeah. Uh, he's like he's like Dave. I miss you, bro, Uncle Dave, man. You know, and uh, it sucks not having the normalcy that we are used to. But yeah, um, yeah it's. Uh, I think this coming week, Chris should be here any day, uh, and uh, we'll get we'll get flying, dude. I'm excited. I'm super excited, man. I am too. Yeah. So, um, just let's keep in touch. I think, um, you know, we'll see what's going on with the studio stuff. I think that it's, uh, everywhere, you know, we can go is up, you know, the only place to go is up. The only place goes up. As long as you guys get on there and and share, tell your friends about it. Visit part Obviously you guys get the merch and stuff helps us out, helps us get the stuff we need. Your studio looks great, man. Awesome. Yes. uh, Yeah. yeah, added Billy. uh, I I like your head. Billy's head yeah. is here uh, from Hocus Pocus. Yeah. And then I got another uh, little skeleton that I added. And then uh, Jon Snow is up there battling a skeleton dragon, I believe. Oh, so nice. he's he's fighting some, you know, keeping so this place. Yeah, see, I, see, I see you got the trolls back up there. That's... Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to. got my G.I. Joe. Yep. I'm going to have to fix yeah. the bottom shelf. I'm going to add a little bit more here. We'll see. It's, it's, it's going to get a little creepy in here. You know, what dude, I mean? it's, it's going to take a couple of weeks uh, to get everything really, really smooth. But no, dude, I'm, I'm super excited, man. I, I, uh, I hope, uh, hope you can come visit soon. I know it's maybe January you'll get out here, but there's a lot of new shit going on. Trying to figure is. this whole place out, dude. And, yeah. Uh, you know, people are fucking nice. That's all I can say. That's awesome. I was sharing my meal tonight with some dude. I don't even. I was like, oh, hey, yeah? You want a fucking? You want a corn fritter? And he's like, Hell yeah! You know, we just. Did he dude, eat it out of your just, belly button? No. <laughs> oh, that would have uh, been awesome. <laughs> nah, dude. <laughs> like, suck uh, this out of me. No, I don't. Know. We went to San Antonio yesterday. Went to the Riverwalk yesterday, and it was fucking. It was rad, dude. Right Super on. nice, but uh, yeah, no, man. That's. Uh, I miss everybody. Hopefully we can get, I can't wait to do the uh, Zoom calls with everybody and the uh, the call-in shows, man. I miss, I need that. Yeah, it's not I that I miss it. I fucking need it. Oh, I shit. I need to talk to people. So, uh, anyways, yeah, dude, good times, man. Uh, love you. I love everybody. And uh, we'll be on here soon. All right, everybody. Well, until next time, sayonara. See ya. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.